Shlomo Lechem Rabotai, we're continuing the Mishnah Yomi in the second parak of Trumot. Yesterday we began the second parak with the Mishnah teaching us that we don't lechatchila, take from tahor, uncontaminated produce, to exempt tame produce. Obviously you want the Kohen to have something tahor that he can eat. If it's tame, he can merely burn it, and that's problematic. Now the second Mishnah, Mishnah base, gives us the converse case. Ein tormin minatame we don't take the truma from something contaminated to exempt something that is uncontaminated. But what if he did? Shogeg, if it's completely accidental, trumato truma. It does become truma. Now the Kohen can only burn it, but it is really truma. And he's going to have to go back and give the Kohen something tahor. And that first one, the tame one, is actually truma deraita. And the second one is, is truma derabanan but it's to give him something to hard to eat. Umezid, what if he did so on purpose? Lo asa klum, he hasn't done anything. Now, he hasn't done anything to exempt himself from truma, he in this, but this item he has a big problem with. Because on a deraita level, he did separate a truma, so he does have to give it to the Kohen, but he has to give the Kohen something tahor as well. So he does really does have to keep track of this item to, because it has really truma in it that he has to separate out and give to the Kohen in addition to giving the Kohen something tahor to actually eat. Vechen ben Levi, and so too a Levi, shahayelo meiser, tevil. So the meiser rishon goes to the Levi. Recall the truma is the first 2%, and then the next 10% goes to a Levi, and the Levi separates out trumat meiser. He takes 10% of his meiser rishon for a Kohen. Hayamofish lavacholech. So if he has a barrel of Meiser Rishon, someone gave to him, and he's using that to separate Trumat Meiser and other Meiser people give to him, and he's, uh, but at some point it became Tamei Nebuch Shogik, so it was completely a mistake, he didn't know. Masha Asa Asui. So what, he's do- what he did is done, Mezid, if he did that on purpose, Lo Asa Klum, it's not a valid separation. Again, he would have to go back and give something Tahar. Bihudomer Imhaya Yodeya Bobatchila. If he knew that the item became Tame, and then he forgot. Even now he's a mistake, it's invalid. So knowing about something, knowing something's wrong, and then forgetting is worse for Rabbi Yehuda than, uh, than, than just mere negligence, what we call gross negligence. The, the Gemara calls Karov Lemezid. It's not exactly Mezid, but it's Karov Lemezid because he should have known better. Mishnah Gimel has makes similar chilukim, differentiates in a similar way. Hamatbil kelim b'Shabbat. Somebody is tovil a kli on Shabbat. Now he's not allowed to do that. That's tikkun kli. He's being tovil a kli that he purchased from a non-Jew allows him to use it. So it's like fixing the kli and making it usable. We have not been talking kli on Shabbat. It's an av malacha, so he can't do that. Shogeg, if it was by mistake, yishdamish behem. Mezid that on purpose he could not use it. It's interesting if someone's stuck in a situation where they have a new kli and no mikvah, you could find somebody not Jewish and give it to them and ask them permission to borrow it or use it uh, while they own it and uh, maybe have them own it for a week, whatever it is, so it really doesn't belong to you quite yet. And then once it truly belongs to you, take it to the mikvah, not on Shabbat. Hamaiser Someone who takes meiser, which again is mitaken, the grains, you can now eat it, or he's mivoshel, or he actually physically cooks an item on Shabbat. Shogeg, if it was a mistake, 
Yochel, he can eat it. Now, the Bartnura here says, <clears throat> brings what the Gemara says, at least for Yehuda's opinion, It was a mistake, he could eat it after Shabbat. Not on Shabbat itself. And the mission continues, If he did it on, on purpose, he cannot eat it. The Bartnura brings the Gemara, If he did it on purpose, he can never eat it. It's us or forever, even after Shabbat. The other people can eat it after Shabbat. And again, the Gemara has a concept, anyone would have to wait the time it takes to actually do the cooking or prepare it after Shabbat. They couldn't eat it right away after Havdalah. Um, so th- there are certain stipulations for something that accidentally was cooked on Shabbat or even on purpose was cooked on Shabbat. Who is allowed to use it and when they are allowed to use it. Mishnah continues, Somebody who plants on Shabbat, Shogeg by mistake, Yakayim, he could leave leave it in the ground. Mezid Yakor, but on purpose you have to rip it out, which is interesting also because Notea planting, depending if it's just a seed, you know that seed might not take root for three days or a week even. So it's an interesting thing, but it's considered once it's in the ground in a place that it's it's fitting to plant, he's done the Malacha de Araita. Mishnah concludes, Bishviit, somebody plants on, uh, during the sabbatical year, which was the last Masech that we did in the Mishnahot. Whether or not it's on purpose, he has to rip it out on Shvit. We treat Shvit more stringently even than Shabbat because people are more tempted to take liberties with Shvit. You could also say logically, if a, a plant comes out of the ground, nobody really knows if it was planted on Shabbat. There's, you know, unless you're keeping track, you're not sure. But on Shvit, if a plant comes up on Shvit, it's pretty likely that that was planted on purpose.